0: Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm your co-host, Cole. And I'm Hayden. And I've got a surprise for you listeners. We have a guest on here today, Mark T. Armstrong. A little bit of background. I actually met Mark about a month and a half ago down in uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona, on a trip, on a bachelor party trip, and we started talking, and... Fifteen minutes later, I said, You've got to come on our show, Mark. You've got it. I need your card. I need your information. Mark has started his own sport called No Backboards. He has got a NFT project he's working on, just a super diverse background. He's filed patents. He's been around the block and he is just full of knowledge. I'll tell you listeners, when we get into this, you're going to be blown away by some of the stuff he says. So if you hear me and Hayden going, what are you going to say next? And look at each other. Just be prepared because Mark's got a lot of knowledge and we're just <laughs> super excited to have you on here today, brother.
1: Hey, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the wonderful uh, intro. Uh, and I'm super excited to be on today. Uh, it was great meeting you when you were in the Phoenix area. I uh, love the way you, you set up my introduction based upon that as well, and uh, you know, as we as, as we speak, um, I'm sure everything will uh, you know come out. So uh, let's let's, jump in. let's D- jump in.
0: Unscripted, baby. So the first thing I want to bring to because to, I'm looking at it, and we mentioned this off off, off air, but uh, right. I'm looking at you on your on your because you're down in in Arizona right now, and I'm looking at your background, right. and I want to know. A little bit about what that is like what are we looking at and can you tell me a little bit about no backboards like just give me what are you trying to accomplish with this and what is it
1: great so um let's start with the with the no backboard basketball league is and then i'll tie it down with uh put a bow tie and with describing uh what that is behind me. And I believe it will kind of set the stage for the rest of our our conversation. So, uh, the, the, the no backboard basketball league is a uh, platform. It's a recreational basketball platform that I am bringing to the market that provides a platform for a new basketball sport. I call basketball the remix. That's what we call it at the moment. Um, and to bring that to the market. So the story kind of goes, uh, the, the, the story the, the story kind of goes that uh, about 1997, I came up, I had three incidences that changed the course of my life. The first incident was I actually was exposed to basketball being played without a backboard or more or less I was exposed to these baskets mm that were smaller hoops with no backboard and had the opportunity to start shooting on shooting on those hoops. Okay. Uh, And based upon that experience and having an opportunity to work with some kids on those hoops, uh, I came up with the second occasion was uh, the idea of creating a sport based upon playing basketball without any playing basketball without any backboard.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, then, the, then also around that time, I read a Bill Gates book called The Road Ahead,
0: Okay, um,
1: which was published in the late 80s. Uh, I read Bill Gates' book, uh, A Road Ahead. And in that book, he talked about the future, right? And one of the things he spoke about in that book is the fact that um, all of us use our cell phone as our primary number now. As opposed to when I was a child, uh, the primary number was connected to a physical phone uh, connected to your wall.
0: Right, like so a landline.
1: A landline, exactly. Where today, where today we carry our phones, we carry our phones around. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he predicted this future, and I'm like, I want to be a part of this internet future.
0: <laughs> right, right. Whatever this internet thing is, right. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be a part of that. And then the third
1: thing, uh, the third thing is I was in a Bible study. And during that uh, Bible study, uh, I, uh, the gentleman talked about, hey, you know, there are industries inside of you. And I grabbed that.
0: Okay. So so
1: those three things, over the course of the next year, I took a, a, I took a series of steps. I took a series of steps. I took a series of steps that I took a series of steps that resulted in me uh, coming up with a plan um, and a vision of a network of basketball facilities specifically designed to play this sport, all connected to the Internet and delivering that content directly to the end user, bypassing cable networks. Now I wrote that and have that documented in a business plan dated March of two thousand. Wow. Okay. Facebook Facebook was uh, launched in two thousand and four, and the reality of let's use YouTube. If you guys, uh, ten years ago, you guys told your group of friends you're doing exactly what you're doing right now. Hey, we're going to start this um, television broadcast talk show from our living room or our garage would have our home studio and we're going to broadcast it to the whole world. And we have the potential for millions of people to see us. Most people around you would have gave you a blank stare back.
2: They'd laugh at us.
0: Yeah. They'd be like,
1: what are you talking about?
2: And I wish we would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
1: Right. You know, so the technology for the average person, the technology that lowered the cost of venture, the technology that makes it available for anyone from their living room to um, push content out to a global audience on multiple platforms, didn't really uh, come about until maybe 2015, 16. Right. When know, it took then off. Ever, then ever since then, right. Then ever since then, um, it's become easier and easier to do, right? So uh, I had this original vision that the technology wasn't even in the earth yet to be able to do so in many ways. And i come to, you know, hindsight's 20-20. Oh, yeah. You know, life's like that at times, right? Um, hindsight's twenty twenty, But in many ways, the, this experience has been uh, Noah-like in that I had this idea. Uh, it's a great idea. Um, but the ability to actually do this idea, it wasn't yet time. You needed events that were not in your control to ultimately come to pass and serve right. for what you've created to have a vehicle to be of value and useful and beneficial. You know, so it's been a, I wake up every day and I thank God that I'm alive to have carried this thing for so well, long. And now, it being practical, like, hey, man, you know what, I want to, uh, you know, the vision today is, to bring it back to the vision, the vision today is a 100 uh, boutique smart basketball facilities, no backboard basketball facilities that provide basketball services around this immersive, no backboard basketball experience, so shooting skills, basketball skills, club basketball teams, and recreational leagues Provide those brick and mortar services.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And take the elite recreational basketball at every level, i.e., your and one mixtape, or today it could be ball is life of over overtime elite. Take that content, push it over our own channel and monetize that. And now leverage blockchain technology to be able to unlock value, in unlock and share this value with the participants, everything from the players who play in our elite recreational leagues, all the way to the fans who engage in our content and share our content to be able to create an incentivized token economy around all of that, Mm -hmm. that that just self-perpetuates and supports this whole new business model, right? So we have, so to put a, a bow tie on it, that picture you see behind me is actually a snapshot from a game that was put, no backward basketball game that we took and we put it into a computer gen, uh, art generation machine. Okay. And it pushed, it pushed that picture out. So now we have the potential to create an NFT, a variety of forms of NFTs, from that particular uh, experience that happened on the basketball court.
0: Right. So it's multifaceted. We're having audio troubles here. Well, hold on. We can't hear you. Mark, hold on. We can't hear you. Can you hear me? Thumbs up if you can hear me. Oh, there we go. We're good. We
2: lost audio for about 10 seconds. Sorry about that. I'm fascinated by all of that. So, real, real quick to jump on in, how many like leagues or people are involved in No Backboard today?
1: We are moving out of. We're moving out of sexual and ideation. Right? Okay, I would even say proof of concept. Sure. So to this, so to this point. I mean, to this date and time, I've had it over a hundred people actually play participate uh, in July. Of. So my current story is when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and and the world shut down for a period of time. I had a lot of time on my hands.
2: Yeah, like everyone else, right? We all <laughs> did, <it>, right? Right. <laughs>
1: I had a lot of time on my hands, and I took one of my old clips from a proof of concept event which we did back in two thousand 2005 and five. Between two thousand five and two thousand and seven, during that period of time, I was trying to push a television program. Mm. Right, I was trying to kind of
0: like the Anne mixtape tour, right? Like similar to that. Yeah, yeah, similar to that,
1: or like Slam Ball, right? Yeah,
0: so, I remember Slam uh, Ball.
1: Unfortunately, right, remember Slam Ball is still Slam Ball is pretty big in uh, China
2: oh yeah i bet yeah
1: yeah so i'm all still alive in this whole nother country so um during that period of uh so i took a clip from that period i threw it up on tiktok got crazy crazy fire uh variety out of that uh espn picked it up Whew. Uh, Overtime Network picked it up. And ultimately, when I went back and did an analysis, it had over like 2.2 million aggregate views. Wow. 30,000, 33,000 shares, like 17,000 comments. So I knew there was something there, right? Uh, And then also I had an opportunity. I was working at that time in the Pivot, uh, I was doing a little work, contract work for a basketball brand called Hoop Culture, which is a boutique basketball uh, basketball brand. They're known for their bags, their basketball bags, as well as the you know their, their t-shirts. Right. Okay. Um, so I did I did a survey of the affiliates, asked them questions around playing basketball without backboard, would they play it if they had the opportunity? Would they subscribe to a social media channel? etc and mind you this is an audience of over 300 people who play basketball uh more than three times a week and consume basketball more than five times a week, right so based upon those numbers it was signaling to me that the market is ready and open for something different and something new um uh, then the Last other thing is, I came across the whole concept of NFTs. And the result of that was me doing my own research and study. I probably put in about 100 hours worth of of online, free online courses on YouTube. You know, YouTube's a fabulous resource. We really dig into it.
0: YouTube yeah. University.
1: Here you go. So as a result of that, I actually wrote a white paper called the No Back for fast following Blockchain. Now, it was just, and the whole purpose of me writing that white paper was I was really stimulated, had a lot of ideas going through my head, connecting a lot of dots, and I wanted to capture it Mm -hmm. in a manner that could lay the foundation for an organic, ongoing document, if you would. Right. Um, So I wrote that, I captured that, shared that with a few people, uh, and then I made the decision to... um, uh, um, I, uh, to validate the concept in 2022, so uh, I invested I invested uh, thirty thousand dollars of my own cash. Got the basketballs fabricated and created a series of events and activities for the general public just to come play the game and give me their feedback. A lot of that is documented on my YouTube channel at No Backboards with an S. So there's interviews, there's games, there are just a variety of information and documentation that people engage in with with the whole concept of no backward basketball league uh, and their feedback. So with all of that, highly encouraged to move forward. The challenge I found was speaking with capital, right? So my vision is and what I think is the critical next step to make this all work long-term and accelerate the process is, our own space that we have access to 24 right. seven 365. Yep. As opposed to renting space in people's gym.
0: Right. Then having to try to right. fit into their calendar.
1: Exactly. And I believe there's so, there's so much opportunity that's available when you have this unique sport and you have access to the space all the time, the levels of partnerships that can be established in so many different, it's almost unlimited.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Um, well, I think I think the cool that? part. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I think the cool part, kind of. I I don't know. There's like a few. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to unpack of what you said. Like I think the the, the and I because I, I I'm jumping in because I just I'm grabbing onto that. Like you started this right 1998, and then you had this like, you had this like first experience. And then by 2000, you wrote this business plan. And then 2005 and seven, and we're in 2022. And like, what really sticks out to me about that part of your story is that like willpower and that never give up, and that there's going to be a time like, that's so passionate and that's so neat. Like, that excites me as an entrepreneur and as an individual to hear somebody go, you know what? Like, here's a span of time where, you know, we just had almost had to marry. The time of the market, the time of the industry, and the time of what was commercialized and available with this opportunity. And you kind of took the time to like think that out and you had other things going on. And you're like, okay, now is the time. And I think that's so neat that you're also taking into account these different facets of how you can tie this business together, right? Where it's the multimedia streaming, it's the brand deals, it's the uh, NFTs. It's just, it's such a cool, rounded business approach. Like I I just I love it. It just gets me excited when you talk about it.
1: You know, man, I appreciate that and that that's uh that feels good to hear you acknowledge that. Uh you know, at the at the end of the day, I view myself as a man of God with a with a purpose mm-hmm. and I think that's been one of the biggest disconnects when I start getting with capital. Mm. I, so my two challenges in in retrospect is one, I have a traditional business education from a very established business school right but we're talking about the 80s <laughs> late 80s right right and and that was my foundation and then uh i had a very work my way through the ranks if you would business spread. and you know I, i've achieved a middle management if, if you would for the most part uh but what I've come to find is when you look at the way business is really done in real life and what you gravitate in school and some of that unwiring um, and reprogram you have to do personally, uh, it's never practical. What you learn in school is typically maybe even a decade behind what's practical. And what we've learned about business entrepreneurs, real entrepreneurs is they, they see it, they think it, they jump off the ledge, and they learn how to fly going down. And that's uh, if you're not willing to jump off the ledge and learn how to fly going down. Uh, but on top of so that was one disconnect. I didn't realize that. So I was always trying to follow these formulated approaches to building a bit, right, that were irrelevant. <laughs> And it took some time to deprogram that just based upon my my personal base. But the other piece of it is, is that I was fortunate very young to get, um, I'm going to say, a, good found, a basic foundation and the principles of faith, the basic foundations of the psychology of belief, mm-hmm. and have been exposed to enough stories of people like Edison and Reading books like The Think and Grow Rich, being familiar with uh, the Bible and what the Bible says about faith. Those truly are the anchors of my soul. Um, and then there's just a point in my life where I just make the commitment. It's like, okay, I believe this is my purpose. I believe this is what I've been put on, put on earth to do. And I'm not going to quit, regardless of how hard it gets or how slow it is. either. It's either this is going to manifest. God's going to make it clear to me that I'm doing, I need to do something else uh, or I'm going to die trying. (laughs) So we're going to manifest it. It's going to be clear that I'm not supposed to do this or I'm going to die trying. And I just, I made that decision. I have to manage life through the process. Mm -hmm. But what I've come to realize over the last couple of years is there's a difference. There's a difference between conception and when to move and actually do a thing. Um,
2: Right. Timing's everything, as they say.
1: Timing is everything. Timing is everything. And the beauty for me, guys, is that during this time, I have uh, studied basketball, studied um, the history of basketball that interests me, that I think that's relevant to the the purpose behind this. Um, I've had the opportunity to work in technology I've had the opportunity to um, learn a variety of skills uh, and I believe I have a really good pulse at this point on opportunities that are at hand. Uh, And again, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful to be here to, uh, uh, to be able to now put the work in to to, uh, bring forth the no backboard basketball league. And more importantly, uh, which I haven't touched upon yet is at the end of the day, I want to create a platform that creates more opportunities for all people, but specifically black and brown individuals to participate in wealth, creating assets in sports, especially basketball. You know, there's 2.3 billion basketball fans in the world. Basketball, There's like 30 plus million fans in the United States. Let's say basketball is favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Favorite right so we know there's 300 plus million 320 in the, in the united states we got 100 million people that play basketball some form on a consistent basis so um, it's a it's a huge market yet you have this centralization that's a popular term right now you have this centralization, this concentration of the of the wealth <laughs> And just like in social we've seen in social media, you had people, businesses extracting wealth from value creating activities of other people mm-hmm. so that people aren't getting paid off this
0: value to create now. Well, that, that's like the college players that are getting paid now, right? And that was like it took us how long for D one athletes that are making their, their schools millions of dollars, you know, D, or any college athletes to finally be like, Okay, like we we've we've you know, now we're, we'll pay you guys now. I mean, and look at, look at the impact it's at, I mean, that, and I, I feel like it's just a, a correlation. Look at the impact that's having on athletes' lives. I mean, cause a lot of the times, like you said, even, I mean, let's go to black, you know, black college athletes. If they come, let's say they come from a poor, you know, a poor or less, less means, right? And they get a full ride, but that full ride is great for their education and for them when they're on campus, but, they want to take care of some of their family and stuff. Like, what what are they doing while they're there? Well, now they can go. if They're really good, or they've got a good following. They can sell their you can they can sell their likeness. They can they can partner with brands, and now they can start doing business at a lot younger age and creating value for the whole team versus just for one individual one organization. Yeah, and, you
1: know, to bring some uh, to to add to add to that, it's. It, for your average college athlete, with their on a scholarship, they are getting, you know, tuition, room and board, and books, right? Right. And there needs to be some finagling, some finagling to get uh, additional dollars for toiletries and clothing and the other things you want to help round off your college experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right. Uh, uh, so, and you don't get that. It, you, you don't get that in general. And, and and keep in mind, it's not the colleges that are paying the athletes. Mm-hmm. All, the colleges have, all the colleges have done is say, hey, we're going to get out of your way. Right. To, to be able to generate some revenue when you're not paying. Participating and representing the school, which is something that is way overdue to your point. Um, and can, again, that's an example of unlocking value, right? Unlocking value. You look at websites like uh, Ballers Live or Overtime Elite, who historically have built their business off of people uploading their own. Yep highlight films, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those guys uploading the highlight films, their compensation is the emotion of seeing people like what they uploaded.
0: <laughs> right, right.
2: They're, they're basically right. creating a platform for others to kind of share their name and likeness and they're making money off of that themselves too, which is cool.
1: Exactly, exactly. And with, uh, what I'm seeing with the promise of the blockchain is you'll be able to create uh a variety of scenarios where those that participate uh like right right now in game there's two things that's really interesting um the first one was play to earn right so there's ways for you to actually play the video game and while playing the video game you're earning tokens mm-hmm. that could be cashed out for a fiat currency right yep. dollars and, okay uh, now There's this interesting movement that I'm really interested in. It's called Move to Earn. Now, people are being, so think about it's like one gentleman described it it's Fitbit connected to what they call a smart contract and a Dow Treasury, decentralized autonomous organization, bank account. Right. And I don't know really how the economics works, the tokenomics work on that. At the end of the day, though, uh, people can generate some change or some dollars simply by connecting to their connecting to this network and tracking their steps.
2: Wow. (laughs) That is very cool. Mark, I'm gonna that's I'm gonna jump cool. in real quick before we keep going down uh, the NFT uh, path real quick. I, I've got a lot of questions about no backboard uh, still, which is yeah, awesome. He- about the game. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the game. exactly. About the game. So my my first question for you, I know there's a lot of founders out there um, that start a product or a service and they don't end up actually using it themselves, right or wrong. So my question to you is, do you play yourself or do you kind of just allow others to to play the game
1: uh i'm 56 and i don't get out the ball too much anymore.
2: <laughs> okay no that's fair that's fair
1: i do shoot i do shoot on the hoop and i do take all challengers
2: well that's my uh, next question I'm which shooting. is perfect I'm, I'm assuming this makes you a better shooter as well without a backboard oh, right i mean it's 10 yeah. times harder but you can be a sharp shooter
1: yeah I, I, absolutely but In addition to making you a a better shooter, it actually makes you a better basketball player overall. And this is feedback that players, the recent group of players that have recently come through and play and that are helping me bring this forward have really told me. Mm -hmm. Because when you bring it all together, right, so we start with the obvious, no backboard, 10 feet, Instead of eighteen inches to sixteen inches in diameter and extends off the court like you see on the on on the picture mm-hmm. behind me. So you have three sixty access around the basket. Wait, so you can
0: shoot from any you can shoot from any angle.
1: Correct. Yes. Wow. So imagine like so right there, right there we have freed up about two thousand square feet. Is it two thousand square feet, two hundred square feet? No, two hundred square feet. Of uh, offensive area that prior to, that you didn't have access to because of the backboard. Right. Yep, right. Yep. So, so we move from the hoop, it's 10 feet, extends over the court. The court we play on is 75 by 50, about the size of a middle school court. We adults play three on three, youth play four on four. So it's a shorter court, more spacing. Instead of a two-point key, we have a three-point key. Now, see if you can visualize this. What separates the two, what makes our three-point key different than the traditional two-point key is it is shorter
2: but wider. Mm -hmm. So the free throw is still 15 feet. Yep.
1: Right? But the top of our key drops below, about three feet below the free throw line. Okay, so on our court, you just have this this two-foot hatch yep. for the free throw line. And then below it, you have this wider, okay, so it's, it's shorter, and it's 20 feet wide. Now, any basket scored in that key is worth three points. Okay. So with, what this has done is this has made guys who have a more traditional back-to-the-back basket type of game they have said they love it because now, because there is no backboard, they can attack the bath with the back to the basket. They can attack over either shoulder and get a clean shot at the basket, putting more pressure on the defender. And because we took the backboard off, we um, obviously allow for, uh, we allow for goaltending and we give them three points.
0: I just want to play this.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Now check this out. So as far as the rules, uh, we play, our out-of-bounds rules are similar to soccer. So it's position of the ball, not the player. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the player can be completely off the court. The offensive player can be completely off the court as long as they keep the ball on the court or the ball doesn't bounce completely off the court. The ball can hit the line, just can't bounce completely off the court.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Okay. So that keeps, that keeps that moving. Our out-of-bounds rule is similar to uh, hockey in that we substitute on live play. Oh, I do the like that. Team, yeah. Yep. When the offensive team gets possession, they make an exchange on their defensive baseline. So when they're getting the ball and moving forward, that exchange taking places so the offense doesn't get an advantage against the defense. And we keep the game moving. We have a series of additional rules. We have a three-point line, so a jump shot from our three-point lines worth three-point. All of this working together forces adjustments in guys' games that brings more of the basketball skills and IQ to play. Guys, what you're seeing is guys don't shoot. Hey, man, at the end of the day, you're only going to accept so many air balls before you stop shooting. I mean, our egos. Right. (laughs) Right. So what you find is you find guys not just jacking shots up because as you know, you have this support system back there. Now they're passing the ball.
0: And if you want the ball back, you can't stand still. Right. So you're moving.
1: Now you have this, you have this movement and passing that's taking place. You have guys making reads, cuts, and when you add that we play with a 17 second clock, mm-hmm. the pace of the game, it's quick the difficulty of the shots, puts a level of stress on guys that when they go back to playing regular basketball, it's easy. I love it.
0: I, I yeah. love. I want to. I want to hit on something because we got a, we got a little bit of time left, and there's something that I think I would love because it just sounds like you've got so much experience, like so many different like things have kind of culminated to this. And so one of the things, yes. Mark, I'd love to hear is, you know, what advice would you give to somebody that's considering going after, starting a project or, or going after a dream? Like what would you tell them to, you know, from your point of view? Um,
1: I think the key thing is uh – you need to be clear on your intent, right? Mm-hmm. Again, what I, in, in 2020, uh, in this time of age, entrepreneurship is more of entrepreneurs. The question is, do you want to be an Elon Musk or do you want to be a day trader? And what I mean by this is entrepreneurship in many ways, for many people, it's, I've got this education, I want to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to will myself into creating a business. I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that, I'm going to pivot, turn it, but I'm just going to create a business, create value, and then I'm going to exit. Yeah, okay, That's pretty the traditional mindset today for many young entrepreneurs. I don't think that's the mindset of an Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk is truly driven by his desire to improve humanity and, more importantly, the survival of humanity beyond
0: the challenges that humanity has created for itself. Right. I think those are two different
1: drives and two different responses to the pressure that normally causes one to quit. Right. So okay. I think that's the. I think. The, I think those are the two things. And either way, it's good. It's just understanding, it, right? Because uh, when you look at passing projects, like purpose projects, like Elon, when you really break it down, think about all of the institutional resistance that he has had to overcome in almost every endeavor that he's pursued. Right. Hmm. You know, so there is a Elon Musk, Tom Brady, this type of mindset you have to have. If it is, I see this as a problem for mankind, or I see this as a problem for this specific community, and I want to attack it. Check Check your ego at the door. Is this purpose? Do you think this is what you are supposed to do? Are you driven to this? Or do you want the label of entrepreneurship with the big exit and that's where you want to get your value from? So I think those are the two distinctions. Then once you de- once you have determined those two things, I think you're good to go because you're from there can figure out you know how to adapt your personality and you'll know if your personality is aligned for that, but two, also you'll know how you'll want to adapt to certain problems or challenges you face, right? My biggest challenge in my walk is, what a mentor told me um, that's really made sense to me is you don't want your baby to have someone else's nose. Mm. There's a strong (laughs) chance that I could have been to market at some levels, but what would I have given up to do that? And what would I be able to influence in 2022 if I would have been more flexible 10 years ago. So uh, it's, it's, that's my advice. I think the biggest thing is is it purpose or is it profit? Now you still can get profit from purpose, but I think you've seen the distinction I make. Yeah, in. absolutely. Is it entrepreneurs to find a business exit or I'm trying to change the world and this is the project I'm going to will. I
2: love the way that you set that up, Mark. I think, as you mentioned there, a lot of times people are only in it for money, which, you know, sometimes that, that's fine. But if you can really go out and start a business that helps solve a problem and impacts the lives of millions of people, and as you said, like find your purpose, the money will come along sooner or later. So I just love the way that you frame that up. Um, super important. Another kind of question similar to this is what advice would you give to your younger self uh, knowing what you know now? And then what advice would you give to your future self? I know that's a tough question.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm efforting to phrase it because I think uh My younger self, my younger self, if I was speaking to uh, if I was thinking to my younger self, uh, I would tell my young younger self, true wealth is the ability to finance your own dreams. Hmm. Um, and, And so with so with that, do everything understanding you're building to the day that you can write your own check. To push your dream into reality. Love it. Yeah,
2: hell yeah. Right. Uh huh.
1: So uh and then to uh my older self uh <laughs> enjoy the fruits of your labor.
2: Amen. I like that. Okay.
0: <laughs> that first one. I I just loved that answer. He's like with work, so you can ca- you can write your own checks. So isn't that the dream? I mean, isn't that I, you know, maybe not for everybody, but generally speaking.
1: <laughs> and, and that's pretty much been my advice to most, to most young people as they, you know, you're 18, even 20, even 25, you know, you're trying to find your place, et cetera. Uh, but you don't know what it is. I'm like, that's fine. Just figure out what do you think you'd be happy to do in 10 years, build skill, build build experience and build your bank account. So when that idea does come, you have personal resources you can fall back on to get it started, right? Because one thing I have observed over the course of my lifetime, let's use music, for example. You went from record companies, in my lifetime, you went from record companies, events, and you several million dollars Mm -hmm. off of of singing to them in a parking lot. Yep. To you have to have a catalog. And uh, some traction <laughs> uh, to have that conversation to get the distribution there, right so uh, and that's okay because, as we mentioned earlier, technology has put more tools in our hands to be able to move our our ideas, our ideas, our dreams, and visions forward.
2: Right. The cost to execute these days is getting cheaper and cheaper. With each year that passes, Absolutely. which is awesome. Yeah. Well, bef- Absolutely. before Absolutely. before we wrap things up here for today, because we're getting a little bit low on time, we typically do like a speed round. Yeah, quick hitters. So I'll kick things yeah. off here. I, I think I know the answer to this first question, but what's your favorite sport? Oh, basketball, of course. Right. I, I knew that was no a backwards <laughs> basketball.
0: Okay, no backwards. By the yeah, way, Mark, what, I'm coming what, down to play what, you.
1: Basketball, basketball was invented without a basketball, without a backboard, and this, the first professional games were played without a backboard. So, technically, basketball is to be played without a backboard. The backboard was added later. So, <laughs>
2: what 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 year was basketball invented? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: Yeah, nine yeah uh, nineteen eighty one. Okay. In, excuse me, eighteen ninety-one. 18, okay, yeah, 91. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, I feel like. it's oh, been like, eighty-one. A little a sure. bit longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA had
2: like a seventy-fifth anniversary yeah. or something like that. Yeah.
1: Okay. See, no, so, so uh the NBA is celebrating seventy-five years, right? A,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, that's that's awesome. Basket
1: uh, and the NBA. Would, the NBA would love the world to to view that basketball started with them but uh, basketball is celebrating
2: 130 years. Oh, right. Yeah, it's been around way uh, like before the NBA. Big. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Well, Mark, I don't have any more questions. I mean, I have a ton. Okay, I'm being honest. I could talk to you all day <laughs> and pick your brain. Um, but I, I want to say, I mean, we're we're kind of at that point, and I just, I've, I loved talking to you. I loved hearing your story. I, uh, I want to encourage our, our listeners uh, to and, and viewers to follow Mark at No Backboards. Um, we'll share his as uh, ways to communicate with him as well. Um, but at NoBackboards.com, you can find him at No Backboards on YouTube. And reach out, support him um, to the investors that we might have listening to us. He is actively raising capital. and. There is uh, Like you heard Mark talk about, he has a lot of uh, background and history with this, which I know uh, people that are looking to invest their money like to know, that you've got a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom. So for those of you that are listening, please reach out to us and we can connect you or you can reach out directly to Mark as well as uh, stay tuned for some events. We'll probably have to come down to uh, some of your events and do like a live stream of some of the games. Uh, and and do some uh, collaborations on marketing efforts, Mark. Because I think you're going big places with this. I love the concept. I want to play. I think I could take you. And uh, but I, I'm super excited about it. So thank you very much for joining.
1: I appreciate that. Uh, Let me, if you don't mind, just clean a couple of things up. So nobackboard.com, nobackboard.com, no no S. Okay. My social tags do have an S. So it's no backboards with an S, no backboards with an S, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, My current, uh, so again, that's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, no backboards with an S. Uh, with regards to the investment piece, I'm putting active capital raising on pause as far as the traditional. I am in the process of launching an NFT collection mm. uh, that should, uh, with the objective of funding our initial kickoff. Very kickoff cool. money. Mm-hmm. I do. I do have an equity strategy down the line, and obviously, if we do a successful NFT launch. It allows us to kick this off it adds value to that equity conversation down the line um, so people need to tap into that I realize nft's blockchain is new our commitment is to have a season of education and building a community around everything mm. not you know understanding the game understanding the vision but also understanding blockchain Nft metaverse et cetera with the goal being, Anyone who walks this walk with us at the end, you will be prepared for what's coming. And it's going to happen twice as fast as the internet. It's going to happen three times as fast as the internet, twice as fast as social media. And if anybody understands technology, they know what I'm talking about the rate of increasing development. And this is simply a layer on top of the internet that is going to, it's already here. Yep. Right. So anyway, we're going to build this community. We're going to walk them through the process. And on the other end, they will be prepared to move forward in this new blockchain, NFT digitalization of everything world. And they have opportunity to get an NFT that will tie to these 100 facilities as they roll out over the years. This is big. This is big stuff. So I'm really excited about this project. Uh, my desire is to put a few million dollars into in a lot of people's hands through this project. And this project is you can um, subscribe to the email list at uhoopers.io. That's u h o o p e r s.io. It's the basic splash page. We're developing it out. It's not public. It's it's within the silent phase. So. Bear with us. But more than anything, I encourage all your listeners to get on that mailing list and tap in because that will be ways to get involved. Um, um, I'm watching my words here, (laughs) but that just be a way to get involved where they can participate in extracting value out of what we do for their personal benefit. Hell yeah. We'll,
2: we'll make sure as Cole mentioned to get all the correct marketing materials, um, out with the episode. Um, so we'll, we'll make sure that that is passed along to our listeners, but thank you for correcting, uh, us on some of that. Uh, And once again, really appreciate your story. It was awesome hearing just the willpower behind, you know, this idea that you had over 20 years ago and how you kind of stuck with it and ended up executing um, over the past couple of years and it will continue to grow. And now with your NFT project as well, it sounds like you're going to be creating a lot of wealth creation, not only for yourself, but for others as well. So Cole and I will be cheering you on from the sidelines And uh, we will continue to celebrate your wins. Thank you for coming on the show. We want to thank everyone for tuning in as always. Cole, do you have anything else that you would share?
0: No, Mark. I definitely, I'm definitely subscribing. I tell you that much.
2: Me too. I appreciate
0: it. And and we'll stay in touch, brother. Seriously, this has been awesome. We appreciate it so much.
1: Absolutely. You guys have a great afternoon. Take it easy,
0: man.
2: Thanks, Mark. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: God bless. Bye-bye.